Welcome to the Mama Bear Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Mama Bear Podcast. Like our Facebook page, the Mama Bear Podcast. Email us at Mama Bear Podcast at gmail.com for all your submissions, or you can visit our website, mamabearpodcast.com. Do us a solid and screenshot the show while you're listening so we can see that you're listening and you can share it with your mama friends. Remember to tag us. Let's start the show. Hi, everyone. Hello. Sorry, I'm eating Italian ice cream. I'm not. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank y'all for listening thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're not going to do a traditional shout-out. What we're going to do is because, um, I mean, I can't even count how many, no one can really count now, how many um, senseless acts of white domestic terrorism we've experienced through gun violence. But we do want to recognize and acknowledge um, the pain that moms do feel when losing a child in that manner. So what we want to do is have a moment of silence for the victims of gun violence. Um, Recently, I think the most recent one, unless some other one happened since, was the bar shooting where I think 12 Mm-hmm. were killed in California, in California including, um, like, I think the niece of Tia and Tamara. It's, yeah, it's, I think. Or a family friend. It's like, no, it's their niece. It's their niece. Somebody's, yeah. And um, so that just shows, like, this violence can affect anyone at any time. And, um, yeah, and we, I have no faith in our government to do anything about it. Because mm. if they had a conscience, it, something would have been done by now. But we do want to have a moment of silence, so please join us if you can. And we'll start it right now. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we're going to pick up the mood a little bit. Yes. Oh, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, hey, I'm V Money, V Honey, V Dot Bunny. Girl. <laughs> v Dot Shmoney. Uh, just Vanessa, to those of you who don't really know me. And I'm Brache, because I don't have all <laughs> that. That's because her on. stuff don't rhyme. <laughs> Brache. Eat uh, hay. You ugly. Girl. I'm baby. Bay. A baby. A baby. That was bae. my shit. That was a good song. Quality. Add that to my 30th birthday playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bring back the jams. <sighs> when music was great. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Chris. Dang. But um, but today we do have um a fun episode. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We're going to Find out a little bit more about Vanessa. Yeah. We're going to do, as you probably see from the title, it's, you know, meet a mama. That would be me. And we're going to meet her. Um, just some backstory on us, if you don't know. We've known each other for like, what, 25? 25, 20, 
25 years. Yeah, since we were like four. Yeah. Three and four. So, dang. Dang. That is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, but yes, we yeah. were like, so we, we probably did know each other. We were, I just don't really remember. I mean, so we'll say three and four. Three and four, because that's when we went to school we together. We went to school together, yeah. So, and that's when we actually consciously knew of yes, each other. Yes, right, right, right. But it could be all our lives, for all we know. Yeah, we have no idea. Our parents definitely knew each other. Yes. So, uh-huh. And grandparents. Uh, and grandparents. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> and, yeah. and the later on, you became my cousin through marriage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yep, Lord. sure did. But um, but we're gonna find out a little bit more about Vanessa. See what makes her tick and things and tickle. <laughs> Just so y'all know who y'all are listening to. You know, you know our opinions on certain things thus far. Yeah. But, but why we feel that way? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm gonna just open it up. Before I ask questions and mm-hmm. give you the generic, tell me about yourself. Okay, so probably by the time you guys hear this, I don't know how old I am at this point. Maybe I'll be still be 29. I might be 30, if that's the case. Happy birthday, girl. It's about time. Dirty, flirty, 30. Um, I am a mom, obviously, of one. Whew. I have been a... At, the time of recording, I've been a wife for four months. Mm. Uh, but, but we've been together for a while. We've been living together since like the beginning. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I am a middle school science teacher. I am a science nerd, like a for real one. Like when people ask, like, "Oh, well, what was your major in college?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it was like science for real. Like not. I just kind of stumbled into science. Like that is what I love. It's what I do. Like you mentioned." Your son's like matter or mass or something earlier. So you mentioned something about I? matter or mass when talking about like something. I don't know. I don't know. But it was it comes, that regular in conversation. Uh, yeah. So like <laughs> regular like things that people would just kind of consider like a subject-based conversation is kind of like regular conversation for me. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just I happy I understand teach- it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know. I've been teaching for eight years. I don't feel old, but I have students who come back and they are like sophomores in college or they live with a boyfriend or they have a baby on the way. And I'm like, wait a minute. How old am I really? But then I have to remember I started teaching when I was 22. And so we were only like seven, eight years apart when I started teaching them. So, you know, whatever. Um, I am born and raised in the District of Columbia. I moved to PG. I was in fifth grade, so I guess, I don't know. People feel away when you say you're from Maryland or if say you're from D.C., but you lived in Maryland, whatever. If you're from the DMV, for real, not like a transplant person. And the thing is, like, people from D.C., don't call it the DMV. I know. What is that? Okay, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I say it to fit in with my transplant friends, but... Exactly. Yeah, but... I only do it so they can understand. Or, or like, other people who don't live here can understand where I'm from, but... Because then I'll be talking to somebody and say, oh, yeah, I'm in Maryland. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm in Virginia. I'm in D.C. Yeah, They're like, like, whoa, you're, in you're on all those places? Yeah, because it's like a tri-state. It's like right next yeah. to each other. And D.C.'s not that big. Um... What else do I want to tell you about myself? I went to 
Washington State. Nittany Lions. I am a Nittany Lion. We are. So I'm hoping there's someone. Yes, there we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I'm an AK. If you didn't know, now you know. I love my line sisters. Hey, girls. I know y'all are listening. Hey, y'all. I know y'all are listening. I remember y'all from back in the day (laughs) when we used to Skype. When we was when Vanessa oh, was yeah. in a sorority house. Oh yes. Oh good times. God, I miss college life. I went to Johns Hopkins for grad school and did that. That's over with. Thank God. That was treacherous. She got blocked by Murphy Lee on Twitter. Oh, that is a because <laughs> I'm blocked. <laughs> a little known Black History fact is that um, Murphy Lee blocked me when I was like 19. I was a mere child. I said a few things that this grown man did not like. And he was like, look, little mom, like I'm grown. I got a kid. I got a house. And I'm like, okay. And so we're going back and forth on Twitter. But the thing is. And then he blocked me. The thing is, it was all a Penn State versus Murphy, Murphy Lee. And, and I don't even know how it started. Because it was Twitter. So I was like, oh, I'm getting in on it. I don't know how it started. Beware the flare. Oh, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Brandon. He's still he started controversial. It. Oh yeah, I don't follow him no more. <laughs> He's still very I opened my third eye and I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> he is so controversial. Lord, but it was funny back then. It was funny. And now I'm just Twitter like, oh, was the Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh God, that's a mess. I enjoy writing. I like to bake. I enjoy baking cookies. It's one of my things that I do every year for my family. Um, around the holidays. What kind of cookies? I love snickerdoodle. I love chocolate chip. Mm. Oatmeal raisin. I make those especially for my grandmother. I like them too, but my grandmother loves them. That's a grandma flavor. It is. I'm a grandma because I like butter pecan ice cream too. Oh. (laughs) So now that you know, butter pecan is one of my favorites. (laughs) To Lenti, butter pecan has like a a crema de leche. I didn't even know that. Oh my God. It is so good. Girls. Gals. Sis. Go get it. It's delicious. Um, hmm. Let's see. I make some bomb spaghetti. And I know people say that, but no, nah, like my shit's real good. Um, hmm. I, before I met my husband, I went through this major weight loss thing, which is like weird because I kind of based a lot of my confidence on it. And so then post-baby, I gained a lot of weight. I mean, like, you know, like a mom thing. So I gained a lot of weight. I lost most of it, but then I'm still holding on to, like, this, like, last 20 pounds. And I feel like a lot of my confidence is shaken. Really? Yeah. I don't... Well, I f- not say really because, I mean, I'm going through the same thing, but... Yeah. And you did the yeah. same thing because you lost a lot of weight, too. I lost a lot of weight before the baby. Actually, I lost a lot of weight during pregnancy. This isn't about me, but, but still, I lost yes, a lot of no, weight during the, the pregnancy. And then after having a baby, I feel like I gained mm-hmm. all this weight that I should have gained during pregnancy. During pregnancy. Yeah. So my self-confidence is like, not self-confidence, but like your my self-conscious. self-esteem. Yeah. And Maybe that's what I should say. Just like, like a in, like a slight insecurity. Image. Yes. Insecurity. It's an insecurity. Because like I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm depressed about it. I'm not yeah. beating myself up about it. It's just like, oh, yeah. I remember when, you know, 
And so I feel like I have this drive to like look a certain way and to get back down into like, you know, sixes and eights because, well, for, well, I just felt good at that size and at that point, but my husband has never seen me at my heaviest other than pictures, but it's still like, okay, Mm -hmm. like he's never seen me personally Mm -hmm. like that. And I don't ever want, really want him to. So I don't really know what to call that, but other than being self-conscious and kind of insecure. So that was a little vulnerable moment. And one thing about like just insecurity, at least something like that, is one thing to just be insecure about something that you can't change. But Mm -hmm. when you know it's something that you can change, I feel like it's a little bit better because That's I true. know I can lose weight. I just right. don't have the time or and the like, resources and we've both right done now. It and we know right. What, we both know what it takes to do it. It's just a right. matter of getting in the groove and doing it. Exactly. And I love the gym. Like I love feeling strong. Like it's not even about really like looking mm-hmm. a certain way. I like feeling physically strong. That yeah, I feel weak as shit right now. Yeah, like, I, I feel like not myself. Yeah. Um, What made you, or like when you did lose all of the weight, mm -hmm. like what what was that shift in mindset that made you go, you know what, I want to lose this? Honestly, a shitty nigga. Mm. (laughs) Um, it was like I got rid of Mm. a lot of unhealthy. A lot of it was just unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So like my eating habits were unhealthy. Like, the lack of going to the gym and working out was unhealthy. Being in that a toxic situation was unhealthy. So it's pretty much just, like, a whole mind shift of this is leaving, and so I am going to get rid of this weight as well. And I remember once losing it, and, you know, kind of that, you know, when you break up, it's kind of, you break up, but it's still always just back and forth. Yeah. And I remember him saying to me, like, about, like, mentioning my weight and losing it. And that I shouldn't have lost it. And it's like, mm, no, I should have because I feel better at this point. What was his reason for you saying you shouldn't because have lost he, it? Because he, I don't, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, sure. he always says that he likes, like, heavier, bigger women, which, from his track record, is, is true. Yeah. But I also feel like it kind of, I don't know. Mm. It's like maybe a confidence thing, like yeah. the type of women, but not always. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to discuss his mental issues, right. but yeah. But I do know that was a part of like a whole life change. Like a, it was like a long chapter that closed, and then I started focusing on my diet and exercising. Yeah, yeah. I lost weight when I um, moved to New York. When I yeah, when I moved mm-hmm. to New York, and when I got laid off. Is when I really lost weight because I had time oh, to yeah, yeah. just go to the gym and run and just do stuff that I never did before. So I lost weight. Yeah, mine was because he was stressing me out. I couldn't go to sleep, and so I would just go to mm-hmm. Planet Fitness at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It just didn't matter. That's one way to do it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna really stress over you, but I'm going to. And at least it's something that is productive. It, you know, it was beneficial to yeah. you. If you're going to go through something, at least, you know, cope with it in a way that's going to be beneficial. And then, yeah. let's see. What else? What else? Hmm. I love coffee. I want to take trips to different parts of the world. This is something that people really actually don't know other than probably Garrett. But I want to take trips to different parts of the world and taste their coffee. 
Have you had the, um, what's the coffee in Cuba? Not in Cuba. In um, Miami. I think it's Cuban. Isn't like know. a special like, Cuban coffee that's supposed to be like really, really good down there? I don't know. In Miami. I know when I went to Italy, I had I woke up early in the morning before my other two friends and I walked to a cafe and had coffee and it was so good. Mm. So that's just kind of a thing I want to do is like go to different places. I want to go to Ethiopia. I only want to go to Ethiopia. I want to learn a lot. And I also want to drink their coffee. <laughs> Speaking of traveling. Mm-hmm. Where have you been and where else do you want to go? Oh, that's a good question. You're a great interviewer. Hmm. Uh, where have I been? So, of course, like the outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ain't going to yeah, okay, count Yeah, because I don't count the states unless y'all want to, but I really don't want mm. to. Just a lot of the states except for those flyover ones in the middle. So, none of those. Yeah, they don't matter. They don't count. Um, so, yeah, most of those. Um, I've been to the Bahamas. I've been to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. I have been to Mexico, Spain, and Italy. Am I forgetting anything? I don't forget it. I don't think so. I want to go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Bali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indonesia just seems so nice to me. Um, I kind of want to be on my eat, pray, love. <sighs> I just wish I had enough money to just drop yeah, everything I do. and just, and just kind go. of just travel and see. Just find myself. Yeah, I would love to do that. I want to go to Iceland and Greenland and yeah, Ireland. And catch you a airfare watchdog I trip. Know. <laughs> I know. They be having them, especially now for Iceland. I want to go to South Africa. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just take like an African tour. Yeah. After I do like a DNA test or something and be like, yo, this is where they say I'm from. So I want to go to all of these different You're going to go there and find like literally your tribe. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I really want to do people that. People who look like you. I'm like, wow, cousin, cousin. <laughs> that's great. I heard that when you go to maybe Ghana, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure which country the person went to, but they say welcome home. Oh, see, yeah, that I would, would cry. I would break down. I would cry. <laughs> I would cry. The stolen ones, yeah. Just, oh, The stolen gosh. ones, yeah, that's crazy. Yes, correct. Oh, I would man. definitely cry. Even though I get mistaken for, um, I've been mistaken for a black Cuban. Mm-hmm. I've been mistaken for an Ethiopian. I've been mistaken for a, I guess, like a dark-skinned Indian. Mm, mm-hmm. So who really knows right. what I am? I'm I'm black. Yeah. Blackity black, black, black. But, you know, I don't know. I'm going to do my DNA test and see. Uh, let's hmm. see. What in life are you, one, most proud of? Ooh. And two, most disappointed in this could be something that, you know, you specifically or like a um, circumstance, uh-huh, you know. That has happened. Yeah. <sighs> what am I proud of? I feel like I don't want to go to the, the automatic answer of like, oh, my son. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I guess the learning and unlearning things about myself for my son. I'm mm-hmm. proud of doing that. Of like doing that emotional and mental work to be like a better person, overall better person. Mm-hmm. 
so that I can be a better parent. So I'm proud of that, which I don't know if that's something that I would have done yeah. if I didn't have Linux. But I like that I'm doing it now. or And I like that it makes me and Garrett have these conversations that I don't know if we would have had if our, we didn't have a kid thrown mm-hmm. into the mix. So I like that. That makes me proud and happy. Has Linux brought y'all closer? <laughs> um, actually, I was going to, you know, I probably have written about this by the time y'all hear it. I feel like it had, in the beginning, <laughs> anyone who's gone to church will get that reference, but if you don't, then you don't get it. Um, in the beginning, I was gonna, I'm going to say no. It's not that a baby tears you apart. It's just that the dynamic has changed and it takes a while for people to kind of like react to that shift and dynamic. I think now, because we can he, we can really share in the experience of him together. Yeah, it has brought us closer. But in the beginning, it was very much mommy centered. He was yeah. just kind of an outside observer. So much of pregnancy, yeah. the early months, I was nursing. I was home with him while he was at work. So he was kind of just another person in the house, but mm-hmm. really wasn't. I don't think he felt really included. And what was our, what was me and Lennox's family. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now he's more, like, include. I don't know why my voice is like, Ugh. Girl, drink your water. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, water break. This Look at the mic stretching. Oh, hi. <laughs> but no, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Um, and I think for couples... Because I feel like a lot of relationships kind of struggle in that first year, first few months, and or and can potentially end. I mean, a relationship with yourself struggles. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, really, though, for real. So, so I think it. you just kind of have to keep working. You have to keep working through it and having the conversations that you really don't want to have. You're probably too tired to have, but you have to have, like, if the relationship is valuable. Yeah. Because we were not. Oh, girl, we were not clicking at all. And it was really just a change of dynamic. Like, when I'm with someone, I think I put a lot of time into them and I wasn't giving him the time, which is, of course, my fault. But, I mean, it's hard to with a new baby. You can't really. You're only one person. Right. And much of the household stuff, he didn't have to take care of. But now I needed him to. So a lot of things just kind of shifted. But now we are a lot closer because it's more of like a whole like family unit. This is what we do. We do mm-hmm. things together. We're home on the weekends. Lennox doesn't mind being with him now. Yeah. You know, he knows that he can feed him. That's because they just eat trash all day. As opposed to a balanced meal. And I'm sure that's what Lennox prefers. But yeah, that's gotten better. That's good. That makes me happy too. So what's um, something that you're disappointed Disappointed about? Hmm. Maybe. I have two things. A not so serious thing. I'll start with that one. The fact that I tell myself every day, girl, we're not going to be crazy today. (laughs) Every day we crazy today. And I tweeted one day. How? I'm gonna stop being I crazy. I tweeted one day and I was like, I gotta stop being crazy. How? And my special was like, how? How? 
I was like, sis, I have to. And she was like, who said? And I'm like, my husband. <laughs> I got to. And I, I'm just so disappointed in myself every day. And, like, I'm a true Aries, like, y'all, for real. Like, if you're in the Zodiacs and you know, y'all know how Aries are. Like, if they could substitute Aries for Vanessa, like, when they typing up the Zodiacs <laughs> and, like, the description of, like, Aries are brash and they're boastful and they're loud and energetic and they're extroverted. They could just take Aries out and put Vanessa. <laughs> a picture of you, like. Yeah, just me. Like, <laughs> me with a little bow on. So, yeah. That's just me. And, but then after it happens and I've destroyed the world, I'm like, damn. I got to stop being crazy. So, I'm so disappointed in myself. Every day. And it, this could apply to something from right now in November. <laughs> this could probably apply to something if this is posted in March. I don't know. That day. Especially with your birthday coming I don't, up. Who knows? <laughs> Post Christmas. I don't know. It just never fails. But I'm disappointed in that. But on a serious note, I am disappointed in my relationship with my father. Mm. Um, I will say, I want to say that's a two-way street, but it's not. Especially now having a kid, I see that the relationship and the connection is built because of me. Like as the parent. Like, you're building up the trust like because they kind of just come into this world mm -hmm. not really knowing anything. They Whoever responds is who they trust. And then they see that person and that, you know, relationship mm -hmm. over time. It's like, oh, okay, these are my people. I feel like as a parent, he kind of just let that relationship die. And at one point, I was too young to kind of work on that with him. And so that's definitely his fault. I do remember in my early, mid-20s, I think we tried to kind of rekindle and figure things out. And then if I didn't respond or, you know, if I didn't kind of make the first call, he wouldn't say anything. So I just, uh, I just, uh, I'm disappointed in that relationship. And so that relationship, influenced I guess how I looked at men but it also influences what I expect from Garrett as a father to Lennox hmm. so like I want him to be as present and as vocal as possible because I don't want him to be a couch potato parent or mm -hmm. father one of those like well what did your mother say fathers or it'll be so easy you know, like, even if, let's say we separate, it would be easy for him to kind of just be like, oh, well, you know, our family broke up and I can just kind of wash my hands of the situation. Because I feel like that's what my father did. Once they got a divorce, it was like, oh, he was in D.C. for a while, then he moved back to California, and then that's where our relationship stopped. That was pretty much it. And I still kept in contact with his mother, so I know that, you know, we could have had communication. We just didn't. So I know that that influences how I see fathers and how I want my husband to be a very active father. Like, I don't even want him to think that he can be a passive parent. Right. Just right. Now. Yeah. So that's what I'm most disappointed in. But at this point, it's like, eh. And I remember a couple of years ago, I don't even know what triggered it. I have really no idea. 
but I'm trying to think about it. But I was in the, I was in an apartment with Garrett. Well, I was in, on the phone with my mom. We were having a conversation. And it was one some like, Will Smith, why you don't want me, man? Like, one mm-hmm. of the, like, I'm joking. I've had that but it was on conversation some, before. Yeah, on some, like, <clears throat> what happened for him to kind of just, like, wash his hands of this situation? Like, I'm not, like, a bad child or, you know, like, I've always. How old was he? Who, my dad? When when they got a divorce. I know your mom was younger. Younger. Um, they, my mom was in her 20s, so he was in his 30s. Okay. She's, he's 10 years older than my mother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even worse. Right. Because so you want to like try to find some kind of thing, like, way to kind of just, not justify, but. To put right. yourself in their shoes. Right. Like, okay, he wasn't like a young 22 man. years old. No. Like, no, no. He was older. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he was already in his 30s when I was born. Yeah. So, and they divorced. I was in maybe second grade. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that Mm-mm. it was way Because like I younger? don't remember my parents together. So right, right, right. You remember your parents together. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. I just assumed like you didn't, you, no. like it was similar to mine. <clears throat> no, I remember us living there. I mean, I remember wow. living in the apartment. I remember like us doing stuff and going places. I remember like we would take DeAndre, DeAndre would come with us everywhere. I remember us sneaking a pizza in a duffel bag in the movie <laughs> theater in Union Station. That's old DC shit. <laughs> Thanks to the Johnny Rockets. Mm-hmm. That's some old, old DC shit. Um, yeah, so like I remember, and like I remember sometimes he wouldn't come home mm-hmm. at night. And like I never really knew why or understood yeah. why, obviously, until I was older. But yeah. So it wasn't like they were divorced when I was like an infant or right. a small kid. I mean, I was a small child, but it wasn't like I was like three. Like you, re- but you re- vividly remember them together. Yeah, which and I remember like, them I arguing. Never knew. I yeah. never knew that. Mm-hmm. I just assumed because growing up with somebody, you just know from what you can remember that yeah. they're living with their mom. You live with your mom, and your dad wasn't there. Right. Well, you know. Yeah. They divorced before you even knew about anything. Mm-hmm. And then you just, you just put like, that situation onto the other situation, not even thinking. Here we are, almost mm-hmm. thirty years old. I'm just now finding out. Yeah. You remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> Which him. makes it even worse, right? And so that was the whole breakdown because it wasn't like he left when I was like a toddler, right? It was we had years, and there are pictures and videos of this relationship, and then wow. it was like all of a sudden you're gone, and that's it. So I had this whole breakdown a couple years ago of like, well, why, what is it? Why? And so my mother just had to be like, look, girl, you are doing way better than he has ever done in his entire existence. So get over it. Like, pull it together. Yeah. Which is how she's always talked to me because my mother is not- What's her sign? A Capricorn. Oh, my girl. (laughs) (laughs) She's a Capricorn. So it's- Yeah, January Capricorn. She's a January Capricorn, yeah. So she's very much like, okay, girl, like pull it together. But yeah, so that is what I am most disappointed in. I am so disappointed in him. I hope he listens too. And so yeah. that he can know that we're disappointed in you. And I'm disappointed because we don't have a relationship. So now he won't have a relationship with Lennox. Exactly. And I'm not going to try to make that a thing. Yeah. I'm not going to make fetch happen. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm just not. 
because I don't, and I'm not really sure if I have forgiven you enough to allow you back into my life. So that's what. And something like that is going to take the effort from them. Right. Yes. And I mean, again, this is your episode, but with my situation, my dad definitely has stepped up as a grandfather more than he I feel like he ever was as a dad. Yeah. And it's mostly effort on his part. Right. But then yeah. me allowing him to do, you know, what he says, like, hey, if you need me to watch him, I'll watch him. I I then have to be like, OK, okay mm-hmm. take the initiative and say, here you go. Here's your chance. So it sounds like, I mean, Lennox is basically a year and a half by and this point. Yeah, definitely. More. Um, he if he hasn't reached out now, then he's not. Yeah, he's not. And so it's like, mm. does he have other kids? I have two older siblings. Two older siblings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Two sisters. So he didn't handle kids after you. No, I meant I am the exclamation point. Mm. So my sisters are much older than me because my father is ten years older than my mother. Yeah, and he had those. My sister's relatively young. So they are like in their 40s almost, if not 40. Do y'all have a relationship? I have a relationship with one. We do speak. Mm-hmm. Not often, but enough. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is, she might be out by now, but oh. I mean, she's away. She's away oh. in college. <laughs> quote unquote college. Right. <laughs> That's uh. a running theme on this show. <laughs> <laughs> So many collegiates, so many co-eds, so, so many scholars. <laughs> Spending all that time away. My mama said your mother wasn't at college. She was in jail. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, you could probably look her up. Yeah. Because uh, I found the article on the Googles.com. Oh, yeah, because what she did. Tell me afterwards what she did. what Lord. she did what made the news out there. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not disappointed in that because I don't got famous people in your family. (laughs) I I actually do have a famous person in my family, but we don't know what he looks like because he was a freaking slave. Oh. Oh, the Mm -hmm. artifact that's in the national. I'll tell that. that. Okay, because some people know, some people don't. So a couple of years ago, my grandmother was contacted by this historian. Um, They were working on like a documentary and a book. On this man called Dave the Potter. That's pretty much how they refer to him. Um, He was a slave in South Carolina, which is where our family is from before they moved to D.C. He was a slave like down in Aiken, South Carolina. And he was known for his pottery and his like stonework. And he always signed his work or he wrote like Bible verses um, in his pottery. And so like when we... They called us down to come down to like a Dave Day. Every year they have like a Dave Day down in Aiken because he's known throughout South Carolina. He's in the South Carolina like Hall of Fame, which wow. I didn't know was a thing. Um, and then they showed us like all of this pottery by him. And we had no idea like any of this existed until this historian's like, hey, like, do you know Daisy Bell? That's my great grandma's name. My, my, my grandma's like, yeah. And so she's like naming all these people in our family. She was like, yeah, I think I found someone. So when we go down to like this event, we see all this pottery. 
And all of these white people were like, oh my God, like my grandmother had, you know, this pottery or like this urn from him. And they've passed it down since like the 1800s, which is like hella cringy. Cause it's like, I want to be happy and excited. Cause it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cause it's famous, but it's like, yeah, you have it because it's. This man was a slave. This man was a slave. And like, we don't know what he looked like. We're just now we, finding we're out just that now he finding exists. Out we have no, we don't have any of this pottery, but people in South Carolina have it or their grandmother has it or their great aunt has it somewhere in their house. And so it's just like hella cringy. And so then one of the authors. And they would probably look at you real crazy if you say, can I have it? Right. And so like one of the contributors to the book was, is like a descendant of Dave's owners. And he refers to us as his cousins. Um, I guess because we're not, obviously. Um, I would have had to say, no, I'm sorry, sir. It's so That's cringy. Not... It doesn't make it better. We're not family. Uh, First of all, I just found out this man existed. Yeah. Because you all owned him. You owned him. And he had no, like, real last name. Like, you refer to him as Dave the Potter. Like, you don't even mm -hmm. know this man's last name. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah, because he had, like, whatever the master's last name was. And then when he was freed, mm -hmm. he changed his last name. Good. But he just always worked on this stuff, on his pottery. And they allowed him to write, which obviously meant he could read. Yeah. I guess, but it didn't matter because it's his pottery sold for more. Mm-hmm. So people were like, yeah, I, you know, I've always had it. This pottery's always been like a part of our family or part of our life. Oh, yeah. So you have pottery that, you know. It's passed down passed from down probably that you. someone paid for mm -hmm. that he didn't get any money that for. That he didn't get any money for. So, yeah, you should definitely give that to me. Right. Which is crazy. Wow. So a piece of his pottery is in the um, African-American History Museum in D.C., and so they, I didn't go, but my family got to go see it before the museum even opened. And they were like on the news and that was cool. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. And I remember when um, ABC or NBC came to interview my grandma and her sisters and stuff. And the reporter was like, my job was probably like 27. <laughs> and she was like, I'm sure you could use this for you. One of your college essays. And I'm like, oh. I'll pass it on to one of my students. I'm sure that I, I college. can't do that. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, she, she was white. She was racially ambiguous. Oh. I don't know what she was. Yeah. But she was like, she grabbed the story up because I think she had one of those, like, I think she's like black some way. Mm -hmm. She had like a situation similar to her happen. But yeah, that's pretty cool. That's like a cool little fun fact about my family. And I still feel a way about it. Like, this whole this man's whole life he was a slave and pretty much learned this skill. That's an amazing ass skill. And that if you had that skill today you would be getting paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Cause everybody is not a like people don't just do pottery. Mm -hmm. And the fact that people still have it over a hundred years later. That's how good it was. That means you yeah. And That's it's like heavy. So like when we saw it, it's yeah. just like extremely Did they get to touch it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So we got to touch it. Wow. It's like really like well done, heavy pottery. I'm going to Google it later. Yeah. From like I saw 
the South pictures Clay. on um, Facebook, obviously, from, <laughs> from my grandfather. <laughs> yes, 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 I'm sure. I saw the pictures from back then and everything, but I couldn't tell, you know, I didn't hone in and look at mm -hmm. the artifact or whatever. But no, that's really cool. Yeah, so if you go to the African American Museum, it's on the first floor where all the other slave artifacts are mm -hmm. because slavery. Yeah. And I went there just so much. It's so now I have to like. It is a lot. Look for it. Yeah. So it'll be down there. It is down there. It's a really good museum. It is. A, it is really good. Lennox enjoyed the food. <laughs> I didn't even get to the food yet. Oh, God. That was the first itself is a part of the experience. Yeah. I have to go again and start off, start where I left off and make it to the top. It's so black, blackity black. It is. And there's so many black people in there. It's like, oh. Whenever I, I saw white people in there, I was like, mm. I was in this. Well, on that ground floor, this white lady was like sobbing. Good. The ground floor, if you haven't been, is like the. It starts in like Africa and then slavery. And she was just like sobbing. I mean, whole face was red, tears, and just nose running. And I'm like, oh, girl. You're having a, an experience. Oh, girl. Yes. She was going through. I. Yeah. We're going to keep Sister Karen in our <laughs> prayers because... Crying Karen. She was touched. Sobbing Sally. Swoosh. She was <laughs> sobbing. I wanted to just go hold her, but I left her where she was. Yeah. Let her, let her soak yeah, in. Yeah. I, I think it just needed to hit home for her. Yeah. This is... It was definitely more than what a textbook oh, gives you. Way and more. I think that's what... It, for a lot of people, I mean... I'm not going to get into it if you haven't been, but yeah. Just, just go. go. Just go. Let's see. Uh, yeah, whatever. My last question mm. before we move on. Mm. Ooh. Is ah. This one's you're going to have to think a little bit. Oh, yes. And I like to dance also. I'm not really a good dancer, but I like to do it. Ooh. Kill I like I'm like a terio. Move it. I'm, I'm like, like a terio. <laughs> Ooh. Kill Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I pray for his health every day. Oh, gosh. Every day. Yes. Keep Tubby Terrio in your prayers as well. We just going to have to write a... And he's trying to lose weight, so I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's older, yeah. I think that's good. That's good. Hopefully this, by the this... time this comes out, he would have lost some weight. Mm. Me too. Me three, yo. Like, I'm it's down. real out here, Terrio. I understand. I'm down 11 pounds. Oh, good. I just lost three pounds. I feel so slim. After your um, what was it? My little vacation. Your um, what was that? Intermittent fasting. Yes. Intermittent fasting. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Sure. Um, okay. So last question. Mm -hmm. This is um, what would you tell? Lennox about life mm. like he's about to start college mm -hmm. and what would you what life advice would you give him just in general, just in general some life advice that you will want him to know starting you know his like adulthood yeah, what would I tell him? Like the one key piece? I mean, it could be a, a mosh posh of oh, okay. things, but just what would you tell him? 
Like he's about to go off to college uh, the next day. You're like sitting tomorrow, down tomorrow because he's like twenty. <laughs> my man's fifty three. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he eats like one a fifty three year old husband. Um, I will say like trust yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times, and I can look back on times in my own life where I didn't do certain things. And no one else was holding me back but myself. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm looking back, and it's like, I probably could have done that. But I I gave up on myself. So that would be one thing I would tell him is to trust himself. Um, that he's probably way more capable than, he's, than he thinks that he is. Because I think a lot of us do that. Sell ourselves short. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would also tell him to take advantage of opportunities. Like, even if it's not popular or what people are doing, just don't turn down. Well, some opportunities you might need to turn down. But if you feel like it's going to better you or benefit you, like, don't. That was my birth control alarm because (laughs) Linux is enough. Um, Don't turn down an opportunity especially if it's going to grow you and better you Um, i'm not so serious but i'm kind of serious i've never met a man who has lost pussy chasing money but i've met plenty of men who have lost money chasing pussy and that's real. And that would be a real conversation I would have with my son. And I would probably have it before he goes to high school, before he goes to college. Probably like a high school conversation, oh, prepping yeah. for college. Because, you know, they start t- chasing tail. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. But mm-mm. you're never going to lose women chasing your money. Mm-hmm. But you will definitely lose plenty of money chasing women. Yep. They will come. They will be here. Focus on you, get what you have to, and that, I mean, and that can apply for if I had a daughter as well. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Do what you have to do to better yourself first and to achieve your goals because the people who want to be there will be there. Yeah. And really, the ones that you want around you are going to be there. And the ones that you want around you will be there once you achieve what yes. you. Um, are looking to achieve mm-hmm. because you'll be around a whole different set of people yep. at the top than mm-hmm. at the bottom. Yep. You don't want to get stuck down at the bottom, mm-hmm. become some bottom feeders. Yep. You need to work your way up to the top, be successful in whatever your interest yep. is, and you'll be surrounded by the people that eventually you see that you need to be surrounded by. And that stems from actually a conversation I had with his father mm. who was chasing pussy. Mm-hmm. Let's just be frank. And he admits that. We just know. Um, and I don't feel like there was somebody telling him that in that very blunt manner. Yeah. But, I can't wait to be blunt with my son like that. Yeah. I mean, I had a very blunt mother. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, mm. You wouldn't think that I did not have a blunt mother the way that I am blunt mm-hmm. but i think it's because i'm a capricorn and she's an aquarius oh oh yeah 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 oh gosh yeah so oh god you're aquarius so oh. that i i definitely can see myself just I, i'm very matter of fact mm-hmm. so 
that's and, the way I want to raise him. Yeah. Like, very matter of fact, like, this is what it is. Yeah, and that's what my mother pretty much was. Just like, mm, this is what it is, and I'm going to say it. And it sounds kind of funny, but I'm so serious. Yeah. And I'm probably going to say it just how I said it, and I'm going to be so serious. And he's probably going to laugh because that's what you do when your mother says pussy, pussy. to you. But, no, I'm serious. I've seen it happen to too many Six, well, not successful. I've seen it happen to too many boys with potential. Great potential. Yeah, they get caught up in girls mm-hmm. and friends and partying and being popular or being a thug, and you're not because we live in Bowie. <laughs> okay, <sighs> enough said. Um, and squander that potential. Yeah, so, chasing what you think is cool mm-hmm. but has no longevity. Nope. It's not good for you in the long run. That would be my other piece of advice. And I don't know. This would be, I guess, more of a hope for him. That pretty much he's just happy with the choices that he makes. I guess that's more of a hope than a piece of advice. Not to just be satisfied. Because I don't want want him to be content. I always want him to to strive strive for better and more. But to look back and be like, okay, I mean, that may not have been the best thing, but it put me here. Mm-hmm. Or I've learned from this. So just to be happy with the choices that he makes. Don't regret. Don't harbor and hold on to. Because we can't, you can't change it. It's just at this point, you are here. Yeah. Now how are we going to move on? So what okay. did you learn from that experience mm-hmm. how that you needed to better? learn? Right. To now do what you need to do. Because obviously you weren't ready, but you had to learn that lesson. Right, and that's okay. So take that, or you're going to keep making the same mistakes right. until you learn that lesson. And like, and I can't, some things I can't teach you. I just have to be there to guide you right. and hold your hand when you make the mistake. But I can't necessarily teach it. Or I don't even know this is a thing. And yeah. you just have to go through it. But yeah. Just to be happy in his own choices. I just wrap it up. Happy. <laughs> oh yeah, don't be silly. Wrap that willy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be silly, or whatever it is that they have in twenty, thirty years, twenty years. God. I know. Whatever the newfangled technology is. So yeah. That was good. Yay. Yay. Next time it'll be me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write my questions down. Lord, I'm getting asked questions from a writer. You know, like they be, <laughs> writers be thinking I'm gonna write. intently about things. Like, they going to have some, I feel like you're going to have some good questions. I just, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to write them down though because it'll be better if it's written. Yeah, because I was just coming up with these off the dome. Yeah, that's too much. I'm better that way, though. No, I'm not. If I, if I write something down, the questions would have been like, what's your favorite color? No, <laughs> Oh, mine is lavender, <clears throat> um, if you didn't know. My birthday's March 29th. I like gifts. I left that pause in there so that you can think about your gift of getting me. <laughs> um, I have a student who also has that birthday. Funny. Are they cool? Like a cool student? Mm. Like a- are they like you? Mm, no. Okay. No, not at all. Um, he asked me if 
when he found when I found out we had the same birthday, and I was like, "Oh, we have the same birthday. We're twins." And he was like, "Wait, are we the same year?" <laughs> um, so, so he's dumb. <laughs> you can't say it, but I can. <laughs> so he is not like me, <laughs> but he's funny. Oh God, he's funny. Oh, that's good. And that's good. You know. Humor gets you far in life. It does. Um, but yeah, no. So no, we're not born the same year. Um, but on the same day. How old is he? I was a freshman in college when he was born. He was born in 2007. Lord. Yeah. So he's too old to be asking, are we the he same year? He was confused. They, birthdays are hard. <laughs> Birthdays are very difficult. The only time I was ever confused about birthdays was in pre-K when this one girl said she had a birthday every day. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know how it was wrong, but it just seemed wrong. Wait, she had my minute. birthday is every day. Where's, where's Excuse mine? Excuse me? I only have one. Uh, so oh, where are my gifts? Where are my cupcakes? So how is that possible? That's how I knew that I was smarter than other kids because I was questioning. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember my, when Father Mundell came down to my birthday and was smoking over my birthday cake? <laughs> <laughs> so I turned five in pre-K going into kindergarten. And my mom and my dad, my dad was there. How did Girl, you? I don't remember. Okay, but my mom and my dad and my cousin, because he was in like third grade at that time or second grade, whatever. They came, my birthday cake after our nap and the, the priest of our school comes in the cafeteria and he's like smoking a cigarette he always smoke. smoking a cigarette and that's he's how like you know it was old times when you could smoke inside <laughs> of a school, a school with kinder- pre-kindergartners and he was like whose birthday is it <laughs> <laughs> and i'll never forget so it's been almost 30 years later, and I'm not going to forget that because he was like, hmm. he had on his regular clothes. He was outside of his robe. Who knew they wore clothes under there? Didn't know. Right. Then I learned. Who's birthday? He used to always walk through the cafeteria. Smoking. Smoking. Through the cafeteria. We were eating. And they named the street after him. They did. <laughs> they sure did. It's now a charter school, but yeah, but it was it okay. definitely was a Catholic oh, school. Oh God, good times. Oh, good times. Jesus. Emac. Mm. That was like an extension of our church. Yeah. So many kids from our church went there. Yeah. <laughs> a mess. A hot one. We probably embarrassed our pastors daily. We did because they used to have. A, conversations yeah. about the kids that went from our church from our church that went to that school like they used to but it was so many because we were the majority of the school population when yeah. you think about it like just from our class it was like four of us that and scott montgomery it just yeah yeah all and of Seton. us yeah and thompson yeah yeah definitely we thompson. went to those four four schools Seton ain't even around no more dang it is not no it's not uh-uh because they went to Banica into the old CN um, building. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But Banneker ain't having that. You ain't gonna move Banneker. But anyway. Yeah, okay. That's some DC shit. <laughs> that's for another conversation. Oh, yes. Um, but Do we have any see. other fun memories? What else? God. 
Oh, Brashay peed on me when we were kids. <laughs> I don't know how I skipped that part. And this is definitely standing there. We. This is going to be a long episode. She pissed on me. I didn't, oh, it wasn't R. Kelly intentional. Ass, oh. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> I, I, She didn't even wake me up. She woke her own ass up. And when I wake up, I'm wet. The bed is wet. <laughs> she in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> She peed on me. And we were supposed to be going to a cookout the next day. <laughs> so, yes. We were in my basement. On, like, the pull-out bed. On the pull-out sofa bed. And I had a dream. <laughs> that I was using so the bathroom. She was R. Kelly. She had a dream. She was R. Kelly. Had a dream and that I was using the bathroom. And, you know. Like, that's happened to a lot it of people. Has, yes, it has. It just so happened to happen while somebody was in the bed with me. And it just so happened to be Vanessa. <laughs> it could have been anybody. But it was I me. just happened to have that But dream. it was me. <laughs> I, got <laughs> I got peed on. I got peed And we were still friends after. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> after she pissed on me. All right. <laughs> that's funny. I forgot about that. I didn't. Shit. I mean, I didn't forget, but it it, it hasn't come up in so long. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so now that can be one of your facts. I'm crying. Piss on people. <laughs> I want to Un- piss on you. Unintentionally. I want to piss on you. <laughs> I, for- I didn't forget because I mentioned it like... Whenever the conversation comes people? up, whenever the conversation comes up, like, yo, you know, you having a dream and you yes. you go to the bathroom, I've done it. and I say, yeah, because I, I pee on somebody doing that. I'm the somebody. You are the somebody. Yeah. What are some other little known history facts of us? Yes. Our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. We had the same of a lot of things. <laughs> Like <laughs> way too much. L O L. Like the same coach purse. Phone. Same phone. And other things. Same just a lot of the same stuff. We've always like lived like almost the same life. Yeah. Oh, we used to call each other after school and oh sometimes we would be so in sync that we I would one of us would pick up the phone. We would just pick up the phone. And, and like, the other person would already be on the phone. phone. No, for real. We did that multiple times. Like so many times. You just pick up and like, hello? And you're like, did, oh, did I was about to call you. I was, I was just about to call yeah. you. And or that's back thought, with like, house we were, phones. When we were teenagers, they thought we sounded the same on the phone. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing that we were not concerned about, but we mentioned like, I wonder if people are going to be able to tell us apart. From, yeah, but we don't uh, anymore. But no, because my voice is definitely deeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very white. <laughs> yeah. Can no. you woo, woo, woo? I never thought we sounded the same, but I guess. No, but there were times. We, okay. So we were oh real obnoxious. We used, okay. <laughs> we used to leave voicemails on people's phones. Hello, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, hi. These long voices. Long, we would sing. Singing it. We would sing. We would talk. We would be talking to each other. We would be asking people questions. Until it beeped. And then we may call back. We, we might call you back and leave another message. And, annoying. <laughs> uh, 
But then there were times we, and of course, we would listen back to laugh at each other. And we'd be like, wait, who is this? So it really makes sense that we have a podcast now. It just looking yeah, like, yes, it um, but we would be like, who did you say that? I thought I said that. Was that you? What's, yeah. We would sound alike, but that's again, we were like, like 13. 13. We were like 13 and like 17. Yeah. So, but now we definitely sound different. Yeah. But Lord, we were annoying. God, we were annoying. We spent so much of our teen years on like three on the way. phone. Yes, three way. We had all long distance numbers because of church. Yes, all long distance numbers from so many different places. Like from seven five seven eight zero four seven zero four three two three. I had L A. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know who that was. <laughs> um, I didn't really talk to nobody that was in New York. Um, I had Connecticut numbers. Yeah. I can't remember what it is now, but yeah. we used to have... Three, two, one? One, three, two, one, three, one, two, something like that. I don't remember. Uh, three, four, sevens, yeah. Uh, so many. Two. Now, I call the same, like, three people. I don't talk. Nobody on the phone Literally no, no one. But Garrett. My, and my but, mother. Um, Alicia, who I talk to the and most on the phone... She's in law school, so we don't even talk like That's that. That's it, though. Like, but we spent used so to be my child's father, but much time on the phone. yeah, oh yeah, another episode. A whole life was on the phone. Yes, oh my god. My mom used to be like, "Y'all always or like one house phone would die. I would go pick up the other one. It was a lot of time on the phone. Gosh, yeah. That's it, though. Maybe we'll have we'll we'll jot down some other outstanding memories, and then we'll have an episode we should, about yeah, and that. do them in order from as early as Miss Father Mundle <laughs> to more recently. Like when I'll save this because then we could just talk about it on the next show. Okay, okay, okay. But um, okay, let's Moving on. move on to the timeout chair. I don't have anything for timeout. Because I have been a grade A tip top mom. Can I, I put my mom in timeout and just have my timeout yes. mesh into my woosah? You sure can. Mesh into my. Yours is related. That's good though. My. I feel self-care. like that's how it should be, but yeah. we don't usually do that. Yeah, so I'm going to just put it briefly the, because the, the, the hour is long or whatever. Are we in an hour already? Yes, girl, we are out in six minutes. Thank y'all for still listening. <laughs> but um, so my timeout chair is for my mom because she tried to mess up my baby's schedule and she wouldn't be the one to have to deal with the throwing him off, the mm-hmm. repercussions of throwing him off the schedule. So I'm putting her in timeout for that, which goes into my woosah. All right. So my woosah is, um, like boundaries. Sometimes you have to set some boundaries and it may not make the other person happy that you set those boundaries. So really briefly, my mom is very involved in her church. This is a church that both Vanessa and I grew up in, mm-hmm. but no longer are active. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, and if you are listening and you go to our church and you didn't know that, now I guess you do. I mean, but you I should have known. People, yeah, you don't I see figured, us anymore. Yeah, it's out. not like we trash talk no, 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 the church or anything. Not. But we, we just, just move active. on with our lives. Mm-hmm. We aren't active, but my mom is very active in it. And every year they have like an awards recognition mm-hmm. weekend. And my son was going to be recognized, really his name called, because, I mean, to put it plainly, you raising money. That, that's what it is. So... My mom obviously has been working with him at church. She takes him all the time. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday that she's here, she takes him. So he's very, in, in his own way, like active. active. Yeah. Um, so he's being recognized. His name was going to be called or whatever in the rank in which he falls within the uh, donors. That's really what you become, a donor. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so the service starts pretty late for a church i mean it's a friday night type of thing and um basically my mom wanted to keep him out until his name was called and i was like it's late and i have something to do the next morning so i need to get him so we can wind down and prepare for the next day and I mean, she got very upset about this. And I'm just like, I didn't say this because, I mean, it doesn't matter. Again, I'm a matter of fact. I'm coming to get him. If you're upset, you're just going to have to be upset because yeah. this it is what it is. This is what I have to do. So my wusa is for that. But going into my self-care of setting boundaries and saying no, when you have to say no, when you know it's for the benefit of you because had I just let him stay out mind you I don't think they left and I'm not kidding I don't think they left until after four in the morning someone told me it was a little bit before five in the morning that everything was over granted his little name would have been called possibly around the one between the one o'clock and two o'clock hour in the morning but that's still too late for me to be leaving the house yeah. To get him to come back home. I don't know if he's going to be wide awake or what. You know, at yeah. that point, for us to get up in the morning because we had somewhere to be at 930. That's too much with an 11-month-old. So I had to set that boundary. And she wasn't okay with that. But it's something that I really had to put my foot down um, and take a stance and say, no, this is what it's going to be. Because at the end of the day... It's my son. I have veto power over anyone else, especially if you're not going to be there to to help me. If, you know, he is thrown off his schedule. If I get him at two in the morning, he thinks it's two in the afternoon and I haven't been asleep because you can't tell me, oh, I'll call you when um, to come get him. Like I can rest until then. I can't rest because you could call at any moment that like I'm not resting if if that's the case. Resting to me is you take him for the rest of the night and I get to go to sleep. You call me in the morning when I've had time to wind down. But I can never wind down if I'm anticipating a call to go drive 15 minutes to go pick him up, to come back with a baby, to get a baby ready for sleep. I can't wind down like that. So that's how mine goes in from timeout. She goes in timeout. (laughs) 
<laughs> to my woosah of this just this whole experience to into my self-care of setting boundaries because at the end of the day I don't feel bad at all that's good you shouldn't like I don't feel bad and you know some people have a problem with disappointing others especially your parents especially your parents mm -hmm. but I have really gotten to a point where if it's not in a selfish way but if it's for my benefit I'm going to make sure it happens like okay. if I need sleep I'm going to make sure I get sleep some kind of way because I know I have to be my best self the next morning right. to deal with the baby. Right. You know? So, that's my woosah time out self-care. Do you have anything? I have a woosah from work. Mm, go ahead. Um, sometimes not being treated like a professional. Mm. Which doesn't happen to me often, but... So I pretty much I do I I do my job. I'm good at I'm good at my job. That's just what it comes down to. I'm good at my job. Um but when decisions are made and no one and it directly affects you and no one considers you in the conversation, you're just told, Hey, this is what's happening with you. I have a problem with that. Especially when you wanna ask my input for anything else, but for this thing. So pretty much it was that someone was going to be in my classroom, which I don't care. People come and go. But this person was going to be in my classroom. They are the Debbie Downer of the day, <laughs> of the week, of the year, of the lifetime. If a negative Nathan. Just a negative Nathan. Mm. Um, yeah. Like if Eeyore was a human oh, and not depressed. as cute. Eeyore was depression. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Just everything's negative. And I like to have fun in my room. So, um, but it was never discussed with me that this person would be at, thrown into the mix mid-school year. So I just kind of had a, uh, an issue with that. And I, you know, the, the it's a twofold. One, Debbie Downer. Two, not discussing this major change with me. So that was my little and how to saw. now implement that change with the kids, right? Like, with children, whereas like if you've never really worked with children or you've never seen children go from like different classrooms, children take on the personality of their teacher. Mm -hmm. So I will see one that one group of kids and like I can walk into their math class or their English class and they will be one way. They will come to me and be a completely different set of children. And that just happens. They just take on the personality of their, of their teacher, of like what that, you know, that relationship is. And, you know, trying to add him into what we've already established is just kind of a lot. And it, I wasn't considered in this plan whatsoever because some people feel like they know it all. And I'll just leave it at that because. Yeah. Just because. That their way is right all the time. I hate that mm -hmm. because it's like it's not even affecting you, right? And you making even, these it's decisions. It's just like you know, and if the conversation was had, then we could have figured out what to do. But right. it was one of those here it is in an email. Oh, right. It wasn't even like after the fact. Let me talk to you in the hallway. It was like in an email. I was like, oh, hey, by the way, mm -hmm. I'm gonna shake up your whole life. system. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And self-care, 
Do I have any self-care? Hmm. Hmm. Me, Momo. Maybe. I want it to be something doable and easy. I have one that is my backup one. Drink water. Drink water. <laughs> your body needs mind that your shit. business. Yes. Just mind your business. Mind your business. Drink your water. That's it, really. That's really it. Mind your business. A lot happens. It, well, not a lot happens. You can you can bypass a lot of drama. Yes, if you just mind your business. If you just mind your business. Mm-hmm. A lot of drama that are that's a part of people's lives is because they did not mind their business. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's a but like Twitter on there oh, most God. of the arguments because people don't mind their business. It's funny. And yeah. it's funny, but it's kind of weird at the same time because Twitter is yes, it's a public forum yeah. and people can jump in conversations as they please. Right. But then people can the- react the way that they want too. Right. But everything shouldn't be commented on. Yeah. Or like at all or, or even publicly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, drink mind your, your water, business. mind yeah. your business, Swash. and moisturize your Swash. ankles. <laughs> Cold out here, it's y'all. It's cold out here. It's cold out here. Don't let Ain't it. nothing worse than some chafed, chapped ankles. Nothing. Don't let it be you. Don't get caught slipping. Well, you ain't gonna slip with them ankles. <laughs> a little grip. Ankles gonna grip. Get concrete. God. Mm. Lord. <sighs> Any last words for the people? Mm-mm. No. So if you made it this far, can y'all, <laughs> um, let's see, what can they do? If you've made it this far, either tweet oh, yes. the show. Um, damn, that was long. <laughs> that, damn, that was long. Or, dang. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking, <laughs> I peed on you. Like. Yeah, no, tweet that. Tweet that shit. Because it is not a secret at this point. It was never a secret. It was never a secret. It was never a secret. We have told boys that we've dated. Yeah. And they, they like, what? Well, first of all, our whole high school lives, any boy that we talked to or dated thought we were extremely weird. They did. They thought we were so strange. It's like, what's wrong with y'all? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. So that's that. Um, once we became adults, so we weren't as like twin telepathy. Yeah, it wasn't as much, but because we went to different schools yeah, and so different we time zones, and that's a good thing about us too. Like as much as we were connected yeah, by we the like hip, separated. we had our own lives. Weirdly yeah. enough, because you even had like Shakia in high school, mm-hmm. and I had Bianca and Shantae in high school. That I, hung up. I mean, because you know, relationships have their ups and downs, friendships have their ups and downs, mm-hmm. especially in high school age. So, there was a time when we weren't as put to like, oh, for, yeah, like, like on the hip, game. but eventually we came back to that shit. Like, so weird. which I don't know how, but we're whatever. like our people, like, we're each other's person, exactly. And like, because people ask me all the time. 
Exactly. And that's how we know, like, soulmates aren't necessarily opposite sex or whatever. Ooh, that should be another That's episode. another conversation. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, tweet us. I want to piss on you. <laughs> or Instagram. Uh, screenshot. Screenshot and then, it. And then hashtag, like, I want to piss on you. I want. I want to or want. I want to. I want to. See, that's the Capricorn in me, like, logically. Which one is it? I want to. I want to piss on you. I want to piss on you. So if you made it this far, <laughs> which, hashtag, thank uh, you. Yeah, thanks. But um, hashtag, hashtag I, I want to piss on you. Yikes. And we'll see, you know, how this goes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We have some more dumpster fires for you, trust me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have some good shows coming up. So, um, thank y'all again for l- listening to the show in general. If you don't know, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mama Bear Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, the Mama Bear Podcast. You can email us any type of submission for shout outs, um, topic suggestions. Woosaws, uh, any timeout chairs, self care tips, mm-hmm. all of that. Mama Bear Podcast at gmail.com. Um, let's see. I think that's that's, that's all it. the places to find <laughs> us. Um, so yeah, we will catch y'all next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye.